the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Christ is in our midst. Christ is risen. Christos Anesti. I was reverting back to pre-Pascha and after Pentecost, but we're still in the Paschal period. And as we heard in the Gospel this third Sunday after Pascha, the, third, the fourth Sunday of Pascha or the third Sunday after Pascha, what we hear is a, is a departure from the previous two gospel messages that we heard. And, and what this gospel passage tells us about revealing the divinity of the risen Lord Jesus Christ, God, as he himself revealed himself during this time. So the gospels of the last two Sundays, as you recall, are about the appearances of the Lord. The first one to Thomas, of course, to the disciples, and then Thomas. And then last week, we heard about the myrrh-bearers and Joseph of Arimathea and Nicodemus and his appearance in terms of not being in the tomb, but appearing subsequently to all of them. But today we hear about <clears throat> this man who had been paralyzed for 38 years. And we also hear, of course, in the epistle from Acts about two other individuals, one who was paralyzed and one who had died, that through miraculous events, as, as Peter said, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, they were healed. They were, uh, the paralyzed man was healed and, and the woman, Tabitha, was raised from the dead. And so today's message isn't quite presented in the same way as the last two, where there was this reflection, this deeper meaning of the passages of the appearance of the Lord and the light of the resurrection. Today is somewhat more of a challenging, troubling, even somewhat of a dismal picture initially because we read about this man who had been paralyzed for 38 years and had been waiting, had been waiting to be healed, had been there laying on his pallet, as he says himself, no one to help him. 38 years with people walking by and people seeing him laying there and no one to help him. Last week, the myrrh-bearers, the message was taking care of the body of Christ. They took care and went to take care literally of the body of Christ, of Jesus, to anoint him, to ensure that he was to be respected, his body was to be taken care of. And by extension, as I mentioned, and I mentioned this several times this past week, we are called to be just like those myrrh-bearers to take care of, to care for the body of Christ, the church, and all that that means. Not just necessarily the church structure, but the body of Christ. The body of Christ is, who are the body of Christ? All of us, all the followers of Christ, those who believe in him as he said himself, even though we haven't seen him, we believed in him. 
and we believe in him through our faith. This is the body of Christ. And yet today, today we see in this man someone who represents the body of Christ to us today, who for 38 years went unnoticed. So when we talk about taking care of the church, it's not just and simply and only those who are right next to us here that we know about, those that may share with us and tell us of their brokenness, of their challenges, of their paralysis, of their sickness, but those around us that we may not even notice with our eyes that need to be and must be and are called to be taken care of and helped and assisted to be able to get into the pool to be healed. But first, we must look into ourselves. We must see truly where we are in our life. Have we been laying on our pallet of sin? And very clearly, in this gospel passage, our Lord connects this physical, in many instances, these physical ailments with a spiritual sickness. He didn't say, as he did to the lepers, go, go see the doctor to ensure that you're healed. You got up from your pallet and you walked away, go do a follow-up visit to your physician. He said, rise, sin no more, sin no more. And so, as there is in every scriptural passage and every teaching of the church, there's a surface, a, 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 a message on the surface, but there's a much deeper meaning. And that is a spiritual sickness. And how often do we, without even recognizing it, find ourselves laying in our pallet of sin. You know, sin, spiritual sickness, sin is obvious in the world. I know I hear from many people who say, no, it's not obvious and we need to make sure people know. We need to tell them that they're in sin. We need to make sure that they know by doing this and doing that. Sin is obvious. Now, it very well could be that over time we get so comfortable laying in our pallet of sin that we don't even realize that we need to be healed. In this case, it was obvious this man needed to be healed, and that's the message, deeper message, that we are called to understand that we are, just as this man did, called to and have a choice, the free will, to rise up, to pick up our pallet, and to walk. This takes action. This took action. This was an obedience on the part of the man. He could have said all sorts of things. Where have you been? Why didn't you come earlier? I've been here a long time. You didn't see me? What kind of physician are you? What kind of healer are you? I mean, they're just on and on, all these kind of complaints. But yet, he stated very clearly, I need help. I need help. So, number one, we 
need help. We need to recognize that in ourselves. We need to move away from it's this person's fault or it's this issue or if someone had done this or this and this, that and that, all these things. We need to, number one, recognize that we need help for our sickness, our spiritual sickness, all of us. As Paul reminds us, all sin and fall short of the glory of God. We need to, number one, recognize it. And then we need to rise up, take up our pallet and walk. We need to take action. This takes effort. This takes purpose. This takes recognizing that we have this spiritual sickness. So we need to do this first and foremost before we can in turn do what is a connection between the message from last week. And that is to recognize the person next to us who may very well appear on the outside that they're fine, that they're okay but that they too are asking, I need someone to help me to get into the pool. So we have to focus, we have to rise up, we have to take our pallet, we have to take effort. And, and how do we do these things? The church offers us these tools through confession, through prayer, through fasting, certainly the Eucharist, the body and blood of Christ, all these are vehicles. All these are, are ways of receiving healing for us to seek and to receive spiritual healing so we can take up our pallet and walk and so we can be much more spiritually sensitive to those around us who need our help and our assistance so they too can overcome their spiritual sickness. So may the light of our resurrected Lord, the physician of our souls and our bodies, as you hear when we anoint you with holy unction, may this God, Jesus Christ, extend his healing hand upon each and every one of us. And may we heed his words. Rise, take up your pallet, Go and sin no more. Amen.